0: Welcome to Season 2 of Empowering Others Through God's Word Podcasts. I'm excited to present this series of six podcasts on emotional freedom. Most of us at some point in our lives either have suffered from emotional health, poor mental health, or know someone who does. So we want to offer you a great resource over the next few weeks Dr. Grant Mullen is a mental health physician and author who lectures internationally on the keys to mental, spiritual, emotional health, and great relationships. Dr. Mullen teaches how medical treatment can be successfully combined with emotional and spiritual healing to break the chains of emotional bondage. What great information, either for ourselves or for someone we know. We want to offer this to you in this season. Now, Dr. Grant is going to be joined on some of these podcasts with his wife, Kathy, and the first session is going to be their perfectly dysfunctional marriage and such honesty they share with us with some helpful tips to help all of us to have better marriage relationships. Dr. Grant will also go on to teach emotional freedom, moods, shame, and then Kathy will be sharing uh, on forgiveness and reconciliation. I recorded these sessions with Dr. Grant and, and Kathy a few years ago. However, this teaching is timeless, and I want to bring it to you again this year, 2022 I believe that it will be helpful, it will be encouraging, it will be hopeful as well. So now, let's tune in to today's podcast. Welcome to Words to Inspire, Dr. Grant.
1: It's great to be with you, Ruth.
0: And Kathy. Hello there. We're just so delighted that you have been willing to uh, adventure with us on Words to Inspire in this new series on emotional freedom, and we welcome you both here today. And uh, Dr. Grant is a graduate of uh, Toronto Medical School, University of Toronto, and is a mental health physician. And uh, Kathy is a a busy wife, mother, and uh, women's ministry leader. Both of them are speakers and authors, and we're delighted for you to be on here today. We thought it would be great, uh, Dr. Grant and Kathy, for our listeners to get to know you because you, one or the other or both of you, will be coming to us once a month addressing issues that affect our emotional freedom. And for today's show, it was our decision to have you share a bit about your marriage. I hear that you have a perfect marriage. Uh.
1: It's improving.
0: (laughs) Well, as a mental health physician and uh, a submissive wife, you have a perfect recipe for that great marriage. However, you have titled this uh, first show, Our Perfectly Dysfunctional Marriage. So right at the top of the show, we'll let people know that uh, you have had your own personal struggles in your marriage and now are willing to share that with us. And I know it's going to be of great help to, uh, to many of our listeners. So, most of us don't need a lot of training in the area of dysfunction in our marriage. It seems to come naturally. Uh, At least that's been my observation. And uh, Dr. Grant, could you just give us a beginning of a start about God's plan for marriage?
1: Well, it was God's original purpose that marriage would reflect His relationship to us. And that's why He talked about the marriage supper of the Lamb, that our relationship to Him would be like marriage— so it was his original plan was that, that our marriage would be, um, he would be pouring his love into the two spouses, and then they would reflect God's love to each other, and then to the next generation. So the next generation would learn about God's love by seeing it in their parents. And so the ideal relationship would be for two spouses receiving from God directly his love, His affirmation, He would give them their sense of self-worth, and then they would give out of their overflow to each other. And so that their marriage would be very strong because it would have God's love pouring in and through each of them.
0: What a beautiful picture.
1: The fall, that system cracked.
0: Of course. But the picture that God planned is such a beautiful picture, and uh, quite a responsibility for those of us that call ourselves Christ followers to, uh, to portray this picture. Correct picture to the world.
1: Well, yes, because we we all have we've all been raised in fallen environments by imperfect parents, and so we have imperfect models that we copy. And so that this God's ideal that we would be giving to our spouses out of the overflow of the love that He pours into us, the, these channels have been blocked by sin and our emotional baggage.
0: Well. God has always a perfect plan, and we're always falling short of it. But today, we're going to look at ways that we can address those areas in our marriage that need to be looked at so that the picture that others see of God's relationship to us his bride is a healthy one. We're going to start off today with you Kathy uh, because uh, you are married to a uh, mental health physician and uh, by the way his story is going to be on a later show a little bit how he got started into the mental health physician because he didn't start that way but you're married to this uh, uh, man Dr. Grant your husband and has a great practice and life is going along what you thought pretty well uh, but was it really Kathy?
2: Well, um, it was, we thought we were managing pretty well, yeah, and and then um, about year 13, um, I just began to fall apart emotionally, and, and I, I found my emotions freezing up, and I was unable to react to Grant the way I had been. I was um, not necessarily mad at him, but I just couldn't respond to him like I had been so used to it, and so we thought maybe we should go and talk to someone about it. So uh, we headed off to see a counselor, and he began, um, I don't want to say dissecting our marriage, but having a look at it and determining where the problems were.
0: All right, now we're talking to uh, Dr. Grant and Kathy Mullen, both Christ followers, and uh, they're talking about their relationship and their marriage. And obviously, Christians can have difficulties in their marriage, and uh, Kathy, what was happening to you uh, as you went through this counseling time? What were you discovering the the was happening in your life?
2: Um, well, I the counselor took a look at us, heard our stories, and said, "You guys are really codependent," which didn't seem to fit our understanding oh. of codependency. Because um, codependency in our from our perspective was helping someone with um, like um, substance abuse issues to continue on with their substance abuse or physical abuse or you know violence sure. or whatever. And that that didn't seem to fit what we were seeing. Um, but he was saying, yeah, you do have very dysfunctional patterns and ways of relating that have to change in order for this marriage to really, blossom the way it's supposed to.
0: So first of all, it was a bit of a shock to discover that you were in a codependent uh, marriage. Yeah,
2: total shock. Like, you know, this doesn't make sense to us. We'd come in to deal with issues uh, of how we were treating each other, and then our counselor says, well, this is what the problem is. And we're going, what? Like, that doesn't make sense.
0: Mm.
1: If Kathy needed help, I just couldn't believe that He dragged me into it, too.
0: <laughs> so she was the major problem then, was she? <laughs> What was your part as, as this was happening with her, uh, Dr. Grant?
1: Oh, you mean how did I respond to yes. Kathy's emotional freeze-up? Yes. Oh, I just sulked and got angry and felt rejected.
0: Okay. So you were carrying your own baggage.
1: Oh, no. I was just being a, a typical guy. I was fine.
0: <laughs> oh, you were fine. I think we're getting the picture here.
1: Guys, uh, you're, by you're... <laughs> definition, are fine. Problems are always women.
0: <laughs> because they're too emotional?
1: Absolutely. yes, right. We just said, you know, just you know, just forget about it. And so when the counselor said that I had a problem, that was a great shock to me. I mean, I'm a doctor, too. I'm not used to being on that side of the desk.
0: Well, exactly. And, and so this must have been an extremely humbling time for you, in, uh, not only in your practice, but in your ministry to others as well.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I was teaching seminars on how to have healthy emotions and good mental health, and then it just wasn't working at home. So, yeah, that was really awkward.
0: Kathy, as you walked through this journey together... Tell us what happened along the way.
2: Um, well, the counsellor stopped seeing the two of us together. He said, you guys are so messed up individually. We'll get you sorted out first um, of your own individual things, and then we'll um, bring you back together to deal with the stuff in your marriage. So so he separated us out, and we began having individual appointments and talking to him through the stuff that had been... Um, creating the issues the reasons why we were having trouble
1: relating properly in our marriage.
0: So could you give us a little bit of insight into one of those issues that you were had to address yourself?
1: Our codependency, that was our big problem.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And and how does that what other. does what does that look like though in a marriage? Go
2: ahead.
1: Grace. Well, a, we were depending on each other for our sense of worth, self-esteem, uh-huh. value, affirmation, a sense of who we were. And so we were trying to get our identity from our spouse, and then we realized afterwards, after we've come out of it, that's probably why most people even get married, is because they think that the person they marry is going to meet all their emotional needs.
0: Wow, that's a huge insight, isn't it?
1: Well, it was, and it was really embarrassing too.
0: Yes, of course it would be. You are the professional here, and uh, a helpful wife, and uh, and all of a sudden you're being told that you have a, a messed up marriage. That's got to be a rather shocking. However, it's interesting how this whole process has brought you to the place where now you are able to help those of us that are still in that process of learning our previous patterns that are affecting our present relationships.
1: After we went through it, we thought, well, surely we're not the only ones who have these problems, so we thought maybe we'd better start talking about them, because the reasons we got stuck in them was because no one was talking about these issues, so we didn't realize we had a problem. Sure. That's and- why we talk about it now and realize that an, an often very high percentage of marriages are formed just because you think that that person is going to meet your emotional needs, and then you become emotionally dependent on them, and that was never God's intention.
0: And now uh, we can look at statistics and discover that in the Christian realm that uh, marriage breakup is high, and uh, just about as high, and some, uh, some studies show it higher. So the problems don't exist just in one particular uh, demographic. It, it's universal.
1: Oh, absolutely. And I think the reason is, is because we're not dealing with or talking about our emotional baggage. So we when we marry, we drag our emotional baggage into the marriage. And when things don't work out, we blame it on our spouse, when really most of the problems are the ones we brought into the marriage ourselves.
0: Oh, wow. That's uh, uh, I really commend you for being so honest in that statement, because I believe that you have uh, such insight, having gone through it. When you were watching this whole uh, thing unfold with Kathy, Dr. Grant. What did you want to do and what did you try to do?
1: Well, we just wanted to fix her like immediately. You know, uh-huh. what's the matter with you? Stop being like that. Sure.
0: And how did that work? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wanted the typical guy solution. You know, just, you know, give me the remote control and I don't want to hear about it anymore.
0: Uh-huh.
2: And he started talking to the counselor about um, the status of my mental health because he is sure he was sure that I had uh, become chemically, um, sorry, I had developed a chemical imbalance, mood disorder. Depression. Because because I wasn't responding to the talk treatment anymore in in the sense that the counselor was
1: expecting me to.
0: Would that have been uh, a a good uh, solution for you then, Dr. Grant, if that had been the case?
1: Well, a pill is always easier than talking Uh. something through, so... Yeah, I thought that was that was quite. Actually, Kathy was really keen on it too. She was feeling so low and hopeless and not making progress and really stuck. Uh, she was looking for any solution, so sure. she was quite keen on the idea of taking medicines for depression. But the problem was she didn't have depression. She was just going through a personal healing journey and was very discouraged uh, going through it.
0: Wow! And so in this case, she did not need the medication.
1: No, she didn't meet the the criteria, the clinical criteria for chemical imbalance depression. She was just really really discouraged and uh, when you're going through a healing process, it can be very discouraging when you don't see the end of the tunnel.
0: Absolutely. We're talking to Kathy at this point, and Kathy, you were on quite a journey. You finally kind of shut down emotionally. Grant's trying to heal you with uh, his um, medicine, and you didn't qualify. And now there's a ray of hope that comes to your life. Can you tell us about the ray of hope that came into your life?
2: Well, I was thinking I would... um As we were going along, Grant began to get better, and I thought, well, yeah, this is really good because before when we were so codependent, any time something good would happen to one or the other, the other person would also get the overflow of it. But at this point, we had gone through uh, enough separation in the sense that the, the counselor had been helping us disentangle ourselves from each other that even though he had... Um, improvement I didn't and I kept on sliding so that's when they began talking medicine and then I, I um, <clears throat> the counselor talked to me and he says you know I have a picture of you and you're in a prison but the prison doors are open and the manacles that were holding me to the wall were all unlocked and if I wanted to I could just walk out oh wow and uh, that was the problem though it's because I wasn't sure I wanted to Wow. Ouch.
0: So so, what was your prayer then? Help. <laughs> well, uh, you really wanted God to get you out of there, and what did he say?
2: I, I asked God <laughs> if he would pick me up and carry me out and, and make me better, and he actually came back with, no, I'm not going to carry you out. You have to do it on your own. I'll help you, but I'm not going to do it for you. And so that was really um, difficult because I just didn't have it in me to move on my own. I, I really was, was so weak in myself that, that in my spirit, I, could, I, I just was stuck. I couldn't do it.
0: And uh, during this time, uh, Dr. Grant, you were uh, given some books that helped you. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us just briefly about those?
1: Well, yeah, I, I read several books that really helped me understand myself, understand God, helped me to hear God's voice. And I figured if they were good for me, then they had to help Kathy. (laughs) And so I just said, here, you've got to read this. And so I just gave her my prescription and said, if it helped me, it's got to help you. And so we went off on a camping holiday, which is what we did in those years when the kids were small. And I just said, here, read these and you'll be fine.
0: And how did that work for you? (laughs)
2: Well, I was a very dutiful wife and I read them and it was like going in one ear and out the other even though I was reading, not hearing
1: So I was personally offended, of course Of
0: course, that was part of the game I mean, I'm a doctor,
1: <laughs> she should be fixed and she wasn't taking her prescription properly
0: And and I'm sure, you know, our husbands, bless them they do want to fix us when we're not well and I'm sure that your heart was right in that but it didn't work, did it?
2: Absolutely not
0: Tell us what happened with uh, with another book
2: yeah, well, uh, my choice of reading for that holiday was our daughter's um, selection of Anne of Green Gables. She wasn't quite old enough to read them yet, and so I decided, because I had never read them, I was going to beat uh, her to it. And So I read her um, series, and as I was reading them, God began to um, speak to me, and he showed me that, that if... Um, that if I wanted to, I could be like Anne of Green Gables, because he said to me, he said, Anne has an awake spirit.
0: An awakened spirit. Wow. That's
2: what it's like to be alive in me. So that was my first inkling that it would be okay to come out of the prison that I was in.
0: This is so interesting because God was using this uh, children's, well, youth book to, uh, to show you the truth that he would meet you where you were. Right. right. And, and it
1: was a non-Christian book. Oh, no. Yes. I mean, I gave her all the Christian books. <laughs> he gives up, says it's hopeless, and then retreats into a children's fiction, and then God speaks to her.
0: Wow. That is so powerful. And repeating that line, you said, God said to you, Anne has an awakened spirit. That is what it's like to be alive in me. Boy, that's a pretty powerful statement and one that needs to be repeated. That's what it's like to be alive in me. And now you're on that journey of being alive in God. Can you just uh, address this picture of straightening up? I know in your book you talk about straightening up. What does that mean?
2: Well, um, we... After that particular camping trip, we decided we needed to um, go to um, a Leanne Payne pastoral care conference. She's uh, very much involved in the inner healing of the heart. And through her teachings, we, we learned about being bent towards each other, which is another way of describing codependency, where you're leaning so much um, into the people and things and jobs and objects and things you can own. Relationships you can have, things you do, just to get all your needs met, instead of standing tall in relationship with our heavenly Father, where everything is supposed to be met. And and so uh, we came to understand how we were been so totally bent towards each other that um, that we had hardly any vertical backbone, so to speak, to going. To pull us straight towards our heavenly Father, so
1: we were de- bent. We were bent towards each other, depending on each other to meet our emotional needs, rather than standing tall and receiving it directly from God Himself.
0: Wow! And He's the only one that can do it. With, with...
1: because there's no way your spouse can ever <laughs> give you a sense of meaning and purpose and identity.
0: Wow! What a great picture that is of bending over. That's the picture of codependency, and then the straightening up. And looking to God for filling that inner, inner heart's desire and need for love and acceptance and value, and a sense of worth. Let's go back to you, uh, Dr. Grant. Um, tell us a little bit about your relationship with God as this is uh, unfolding.
1: Oh well, what I, I, of course, had the same problem. I was depending on Kathy to make me feel important and worthwhile and affirmed, and so I was uh, what well, I suffered from performance addiction, which is you perform to get a pat on the back, and that's what makes you feel uh, worthwhile, accepted, uh, and this is, a, this is epidemic, uh, particularly amongst men, but it's really epidemic everywhere, is because somewhere in our childhood, we learn that if you perform, then you will earn someone's love. In other words, if you get uh, good marks on your report card, you earn your parents' love, or do well in sports, you earn... And so you just learn that as a lifestyle. So that's a very common malfunction in adults. And so I just assumed that that if we did everything right, that I could earn Kathy's affection. But then when Kathy fell apart completely, Hmm. that system didn't work at all. So she couldn't respond to me in any way. So then there was no one patting me on the back. So then I fell apart.
0: Wow. And so you were both falling apart, but now you're coming back together. And you had a spiritual awakening of your heart as well.
1: Oh, yeah. And one of these wonderful books that changed my life that did nothing for Kathy, I learned to actually hear God for myself. Wow. And then I, then I realized that he was actually wanting to talk to me all the time, and he never got tired of talking to me.
0: Uh, huh, huh. So the recovery for he both— got tired of me. <laughs> yeah. um, the recovery, what has that been like?
1: Oh, Kathy's much better now.
0: Oh, good. And how about you, Dr. Grant? Well,
1: I never really had that much of a... <laughs> yeah, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we're, we're kind of chuckling here, but I so appreciate your openness and honesty because it, it is really taking ownership of your own personal uh, spiritual walk, and that's what God wants each of us to do. It's not based on somebody else's experience, but it's our own relationship with Him that really counts.
1: Well, what we found was that when we started to realize that Jesus was the only one who could give us a sense of who we really were, then we were no longer depending on our spouse to get it uh, from them. And so it became so much easier to relate to each other because the pressure was off. And then we related to each other out of the surplus of love that we were receiving directly from Jesus.
0: Wow. That is so powerful. Now, I know that our listeners are going to want more. And uh, I am delighted that you both have resources. You have a great website. Tell us how we can get your resources and your website, Dr. Grant.
1: Well, the website is drgrantmullen.com, drgrantmullen.com. And I have a weekly video blog that they can subscribe to. So five minutes five-minute video every Wednesday on how to live a transformed life and all our resources are there I've got multiple books and about 18 DVDs so we have all kinds of how to live a transformed life
0: and I highly recommend his book, "Emotionally Free." It helped me personally a number of years ago. And uh, in the light of the stigma that's attached to mental disorders and so on, I I can personally say I wanted to to run and find uh, Dr. Grant and Kathy and and give them a big hug because I felt that finally there was someone that was telling the truth about mental illness in the Christian realm, and it helped me tremendously. And I know. Our our listeners are going to be going to your website, and uh, Kathy's going to be sharing on uh, forgiveness and uh, uh, the healing of the will on future shows. And we're going to be addressing moods and uh, forgiveness and lots of great topics in days ahead. So I'd love to hear from you, my listeners. Would you email me, Ruth, at words to inspire, or check out our website, www.wordstoinspire.ca. I want to thank you, uh, Dr. Grant and Kathy, for sharing about your marriage. There is so much more to share, and I really hope and pray that our listeners will go to your resources, go to your website, and learn more about you, get to know you, because you have wonderful resources for those of us that need help in the emotional journey of life. So thank you for being part, and it's been a wonderful day hearing from both of you. Thank you so much. Thanks for
1: having us, Ruth.
0: In Psalm 27, verse 1 reads, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid Now, those are great words for all of us as we're in our journey's emotional to emotional freedom. Tune in again next week, same time and station. I'm Ruth Coghill with Words to Inspire. Bye for now. I'm so glad you tuned in to today's podcast and I'd love to hear from you. What did you learn? Or how did Dr. Grant and Kathy's teaching today impact your life? What have you learned? Email me, ruth at wordstoinspire.ca. I'd love to hear from you. Why not share with a friend? Go to my website, wordstoinspire.ca, and direct them to the podcast page. There, they can Uh, subscribe to the podcast, Empowering Others Through God's Word, as we are in our second season, Empowering Others Through God's Word. And this series on emotional freedom is good for every one of us. So tune in again, be watching for the next podcast release. And until then, I'm Ruth Coghill with Empowering Others Through God's Word. Bye for now.